I think every single person in this locker room is a competitor at the highest level. So, yeah, when you feel as if your back's against the wall, you never have to feel like you got to do it by yourself. Welcome to the cockpit. My name's Ryan and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am oh so excited to talk to you boys and girls. I'll have our boy Buffalo Jet fan on in just a few minutes. He's running a little late. We're going to do this the same way we do it always. We're going to discuss the topics of today and then we're going to get into the nitty gritty. And I want to hear from you guys. Get to call in. Three minutes on the clock after three minutes. That's right, you get the chicken. You don't want to get the chicken. (laughs) Ah. Daily Duke says, where can I get that hat? Amazon, my friend. Amazon. (laughs) Muffiles drops and says, new chicken I see. That's right. New chicken. Did a little fun stuff with the layout over here. Decided to have a little bit of fun. See what pops up. Boys and girls, oh man, Derek Carr signing with the New Orleans Saints. What are we going to do? What are we going to (laughs) do? Four years, 150 million. Did the Jets just shoot themselves in the foot? Poll questions in the chat. Who do you want now that Carr is off the table? Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Jimmy G, or other comment in the live chat. I'm curious to see who you guys are looking at. The overwhelming favorite right now, clearly Aaron Rodgers. Going to cost you significantly less in terms of draft capital to get Rodgers. Lamar Jackson has a massive contract. Seemingly a large trade package that's going to have to follow him as well. If he gets the non-exclusive franchise tag, it might only be two first-round picks, which really changes the the narrative on Lamar. Because if you were thinking three first-round picks and two second-round picks, and now it's just two first-round picks, does that change your opinion? Former MVP, 26 years old. Hmm. Get you thinking. Alfred says, here's your choices. Keep Zach Wilson, my friend. Get a quarterback. Coach either Steve Young, Kurt Warner, or Richard Pennington. Is that Chad's actual name? I just thought it was Chad. Uh, Muttvile says, I'm going to get the chicken just by mentioning Herbert or Jamal. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Let's see. Mr. Euglis says, give Jimmy G the chicken. I'm 
understand. I understand why you wouldn't want them. Daily Duke says, trade Zach Wilson and two first for Herbert. <laughs> I got some snow. It's wintertime. You want to buy some of that? Yeah, I would love to get Herbert for that. Good luck. Be more expensive than Watson. Nick says, Ryan, if we lose out on Rodgers, we got to get Richardson. I don't think we can trade up that high. I think Richardson's going to go number one. I really do. Um, if the Jets missed out on Rodgers and Lamar... I don't know what it would cost to get up and what you'd be willing to give up to go up and get the quarterback. Like your most valuable trade chips are guys you don't really want to trade. I don't know. I don't think Richardson is going to be a realistic option for us. Kentucky Jets says, lure Brady out of retirement. I think Brady has a realistic shot at going to the San Francisco 49ers. That seems like the most likely scenario. And then I would say Miami would be the other one. Those two teams... Come, like, September, if Brady's, like, getting that little itch to return, I think he could come out. Alex says, I don't know why Jet fans think the Jets have the Rodgers deal done. He hasn't even made a decision and don't expect him to till late March. What makes you think he's going to wait till late March? He told us he was going to tell us the beginning of March on the Pat McAfee show. Um, he's So it's going to be, we'll find out soon. I bet we find out, I think, tomorrow. Um, but yeah, the Jets can talk to the Packers about a trade. Like if the, if the Jets know the Packers aren't going to hold on to him, you could negotiate a trade. You could have a trade totally worked out. And then it's just a matter of is Rogers retiring or is he playing? Because the, the Packers may say, Hey, you don't have an option to come back here. Tyrone says, I'll say in my opinion, Ryan, if we cannot get Aaron Rodgers, I'd say Jimmy Garoppolo and re-sign Mike White as backup. I, yeah, I guess if Jimmy G doesn't go for a whole lot, but now that Geno Smith has gone for 35 million a year and Derek Carr has gone for 37 million a year or whatever his number worked out to be, um, I'd got to think Jimmy G is going to get at least 35. I think he's going to get at least what Geno Smith got three years, one Oh five. I think that's the benchmark for him. Um, and if you're signing three years, 35 and you're already paying, Zach, 10 million this year. I don't think we're bringing back Mike White. I think he's going to wind up signing with Miami. Um, aha. There you go. New York Jets Smoking Lounge. Coming the newest member of the channel. Thank you so much. That was awesome. That was really cool. You were the first person to actually see that. I <laughs> made that new alert the other day. Kind of cool. Thank you. Check out your new emojis in live chat. Got some J-E-T-S popping in there. Uh, what else are we talking about in here? J.D. Decker says, How many primetime games do you think the Jets will have this season with Rodgers? I think the Packers or Broncos, I don't remember which one I saw, had like five primetime games. So I think the Jets would get five. I think you probably get Dallas, uh, probably one of the division games, Kansas City, uh, Patriots, probably along with Bills, uh, maybe Giants. I think the Jets get, I think the Jets will wind up getting four though. Uh, five, sorry. 
Ooh. Stephen Paul, thank you so much for becoming a member of the channel. You're the MVP. <laughs> Tigo. Tigo says, if Rogers doesn't end up happening, give me Minshew with Hackett for a year. Hackett took Bortles to the AFC Championship game. He could do it with a Minshew-Zach-led team. I have a hard time seeing Minshew winding up on this team. Because I don't know if he's like the long-term answer. Like, I, I don't... Ah, Charles Gorman! <laughs> What's up, dude? Frequent flyer member of the channel. Much appreciated. Um, yeah, I don't know how Minshew winds up on this team. I would like to see it because I do like him and his potential upside, but I don't know. Like, I think, I think it's probably these three quarterbacks. It's probably Rodgers, Lamar, or Jimmy G. And they're going to swing for the fences on one of them. And I, I'm a little worried <laughs> that it might, it could end up, I don't know. I, I just don't want to pay Jimmy G a ton of money. Either way, if we wind up getting, um, Rodgers or Lamar, I'd, I'd be pretty happy. I just want to get one of them. Uh, Matt A says, I'm convinced Jet fans are devastated that they didn't get Carr because they have to trade draft picks to acquire Rodgers, which is less to play around with on their draft simulators. Yeah, I think a lot of fans don't want to give up draft picks because they're so, like, so much fun. The draft gets really boring if you uh, don't have any draft picks to, to play around. I would say I would definitely trade the picks for Rodgers. I don't want to trade first because now our dry, our draft live stream <laughs> becomes very boring through uh, through the first day. So a second round pick is perfectly fine because I think we could trade down in the first, pick up another second, poppity poppity boop. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that is something Jet fans have a hard time grasping, especially since we have like not the best track record in terms of draft. Now I know with Joe Douglas we have had some pretty good success, but there becomes a point where veteran players on a win now team are more important than the development of a young guy that might take a year or two. Um, I think you have to kind of pivot there. Red John says, would you give up two first round picks if the Giants tag Jones? If they give him the non-exclusive tag and the transition tag, I don't know. I mean, I guess we offer a contract and then if he signs it and the Giants don't match it, they get the two firsts. Um, I would consider it, I think. It depends what the contract's for. It sucks, because you'd, you'd probably wind up having them for, like, a three-year contract. Um, mm, two firsts for Danny Dimes. I don't know. That's tough. That's a tough one. I think because of where we are with Zach, and, and we'd have to strike out on a few different things for me to wind up wanting to trade the two firsts for Daniel Jones. It, it's on my list at some point, but it's it's pretty far down there. Uh, Kevin Cunningham says, very nervous with Carr off the table and only betting on Rodgers to land here. No, I think we have more, more than just that. We got Jimmy G there and Lamar. Worst case scenario for you. God damn if I have to watch Zach all season long. <laughs> That's the worst one. Um, Nick says, if Lamar becomes the quarterback to get because Rodgers goes elsewhere, wouldn't Fields be less costly and basically the same style player? No, I would definitely take Lamar over over fields um i i like fields i just don't i don't see douglas wanting to bring in a quarterback he passed on and giving up an extra first after he drafted like didn't draft that guy that just seems maybe he won't maybe he would consider doing it but i just i seem it seems like that would be a far-fetched thing to see um 
John says, 35 years of sadness, no guarantee of Super Bowl with Rodgers. Big mistake. Oh, man. Scary stuff. Fungus Among Us, just click the like button. Thank you. I see Blitz crew in there. How you doing, Blitz? Says, if uh, if we strike out on Rodgers, Wentz might be a bridge. He is still better than Zach last year. Yeah, I don't like Carson Wentz personality, but I can understand maybe the, the thought that that could work out all right. Gives me the heebie-jeebies, though. I think Wentz is a dick. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jed for president. He says, Mike effing white. Look forward to calling in. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I like Mike White. I just don't know if I want him to be the guy that we're hanging our Super Bowl hopes on. That, uh, that scares me a little bit. Heisman Hennessy. I like how people say Richardson has to sit and other quarterbacks don't. Like, I uh, like to know how y'all come up with this. Yeah, right? I think Richardson definitely has to sit, though. I mean, he's he looks super raw. He does not look like a very good passer. Ah, we got our buddy coming in. Let's see if he's ready. Buffalo Jeff Fan, give me a thumbs up if you're good to go. Cool. And whoops, hit the wrong button. Here we go. Bam! What's up, dude? What's going on, man? Can you hear me? Hanging in there. How is your night long, going? Long day. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. It's been a, a a long, stressful day with Derek Carr signing and... You know, now one option's off the, the table for the New York Jets. How are you feeling now that uh, Derek Carr is no longer an option? Well, I've been team plan A Aaron Rodgers, so I guess there's only mm. so much I can complain. But when I did see the tweet, my stomach did drop a little bit. And I was like, oh, boy, uh, I'm nervous. I'm definitely a little nervous. But uh, I, I guess that plan A has been Aaron Rodgers all along. I wonder to what extent... Derek Carr really had interest with the Jets. Uh, I get some Kirk Cousins vibe, so maybe more information will come out on that. I'm not panicking yet, but I think all along we all said Rodgers or Carr, and 50% of that is off the table. So it's a little nerve-wracking for sure. Yeah, I, I've heard people say like, oh, no, I wanted Carr the most. But I, I think there was rationale for both Carr and the Jets to have there be the opinion that it looks like the Jets would go after either one of them. Like, I, I think Carr wants to raise his value. I think the Jets at least wanted to let him, you know, hopefully he would wait a little bit in case the Rodgers thing didn't pan out. But I think uh, there's a lot to, a lot to like uh, with the, sorry, losing my train of thought. I think there's a lot to like with Carr if he had come here. I don't think that it was necessarily a lock. I think him, you know, maybe he does buy into the warm weather thing and playing in a dome with his former head coach that believes in him, not to mention their salary cap situation is in such a weird state that the way they're going to have to structure this contract um, is, is a little funky. So I think he might have some potential longer term stability because his contract may not look quite so high in years three and four, as long as he plays to his his kind of career average here. Yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see. There's so many unknowns. Like, number one, we know what the contract was with Derek Carr, and it's, it's pretty steep, almost $40 million a year. 
Um, somebody said my audio is off. Do I sound okay to you? Yeah, you sound fine to me. Okay, um, okay. just double checking. I checked my settings. Everything looks good on my end. But yeah, yeah. Just double checking. <laughs> no, you, you, look, you um, look good. And then uh, the the draft compensation for Rodgers. Now you have to think maybe the Packers have a little bit more leverage because now it's like, well, we, you know, before that you had a fallback option with Derek Carr. Now mm. you're kind of all in on Aaron Rodgers. Um, who blinks first? Uh, it's <laughs> man. I just we had we have to come away with Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr. And then the wild card in this too is. The tomorrow, there's a possibility that the Ravens could do the non-exclusive tag on Lamar, and I think he's been kind of put to the outside as just a wild card, not really sure, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. I'll tell you what, if they miss out on Aaron Rodgers, I would then move, I would make an aggressive push. I don't know how for sale he is, but if it's the non-exclusive tag, I would offer up those two first-round picks and try and outbid Baltimore before I went down the Jimmy G, Jacoby Brissett aisle. I mean, you don't want to operate desperately, but it is what it is. What do you, if we miss out on Rodgers, are you uh, are you willing to sell the farm for Lamar or what? Yeah, I am. I, w- I would go after yeah. Lamar. I, I'm not as concerned as everyone else is about the Lamar Jackson injuries or the money. I think the money's going to look, you know, minuscule by the time he signs this deal. Because you, once you sign Herbert and Burrow and like these other contracts that are just about to hit, Lamar's contract is going to look like peanuts. Now, if he winds up getting hurt and he misses, you know, a lot of time and you wind up getting the RG3 style of like doomsday situation, then I think, you know, fans have a right to, to panic and whatnot. But I think if I miss out on Rodgers, I miss out on Carr, I have no problem rolling the dice on a 26-year-old former MVP. That's, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, and look, with Lamar, there's concerns, right? He's the injury. None of the options were going to be perfect. With Derek Carr, it's like, okay, how good is he really? Um, he's never mm. won much. I never put too much stock into the never been good in the cold, but not a mm. perfect option. Aaron Rodgers, the age of draft competition, Lamar. Lamar is interesting because the draft compensation and the contract would be the biggest, but also mm. I think he's the youngest and he has the most upside. So if you just say whatever, you know what, we're going to have a top seven talent at the quarterback position and keep the core of our team together and then bank on Joe Douglas getting us some starters in the mid rounds and we'll roll that way. The, that Even that would be far and away more exciting than anything we've seen in a decade. Like Lamar Jackson in a Jets uniform by itself would be worth the price of admission. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, could you imagine Lamar who's had success with like a heavy run style offense? So you got Brees Hall, you got Carter, you got uh, Bam Knight, and with tight ends, you got Uzama and Conklin and Rucker. Like, like there's just like already the the like sort of foundation for having a consistent with what Lamar has already done sort of situation, but also the the boom possibility of like, hey, I want to be throwing the uh, the ball more. And I want to, you know, show that I'm a quarterback. I'm not just a running back behind the line of scrimmage or anything like that. Um, I think Lamar does want to throw the ball a little bit more. I think he just wants to feel loved. And I think players around the NFL really like Lamar. I think there could be some players around the league that maybe don't love Rodgers quite the same way. Um, Lamar, for me, is is very uh, interesting. Uh, Jennifer says, Buffalo Jet fans' headphone mic is pulling audio rather than the standing mic in front of him. Um so you're, uh, it, yeah, uh, maybe you're, is this better? it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't sound off to me, I but, don't know, um, but I joined how I always did. 
Uh, there's so many options that auto say microphone. <laughs> <laughs> what microphone are you using? Yeti? Uh, it should be coming in through here now. Does that sound any different? No, nah, it sounds the same. Hmm. There should just be a little a little setting. Default. They're saying you sound microphone. far away. Interesting. I wonder How if it's something on mine. This one? No. Nope. Do they all sound the same? Yeah, they all sound exactly okay. the same. How about this? Let me give me one. Tap second. your microphone. See if it's like. Yeah, it sounds like it's coming through there. Maybe it's, Maybe it's better now. I don't oh, know. Oh, hold on. What Hello? did you just do? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, Is you sound better. Now? Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I think that's right. Can you? Got, yeah, there you go. Okay. Everyone sounds. <laughs> okay. Fixed. Now we're back. Sorry. Sorry about that. That's all good. Uh, yeah, no, I'm on I'm on the Lamar train. If if you can't get Rodgers, you missed out on Carr. You know, I don't I don't know who else you're bringing in. I think the Jets would probably look towards Jimmy G, but if he's going towards the the Patriots, I would 100% be all in on the uh the Lamar train. Like, do you have any concerns with it at all? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the I think if Lamar was a free agent, I would pay him an unholy amount of money. If he mm. was on a rookie contract, I would love to trade a whole bunch of picks. It's doing both, like three. Um, now, if he is, if he gets the non-exclusive tag, you probably have to pay three first-round picks. If you look at Deshaun Watson or Russell mm. Wilson as benchmarks, then the two hundred fifty million guaranteed for a guy who has missed the last, you know, eleven games at the last two years, and I'm not going to say he can't throw. Um, you know, mm. not going to say he's a running back, but let's be honest, a huge part of his skill set is his elite rushing ability. So yeah, that is a massive concern, but I would still roll the dice on that. Um, you know, now that car is gone, if we miss out on Rogers, mm -hmm. I would still roll the dice on that rather than trying to go for Ryan Tannehill or Jimmy G or Jacoby Brissett or drafting mm -hmm. a quarterback. I think that would still be my, uh, my next best option after Aaron Rodgers, or even depending on the trade composition, maybe even better than Aaron Rodgers. you know, like mm -hmm. if the, if it's, a first, if it's a one and a two for Rodgers, which I don't think it would be, but hypothetically, mm -hmm. hypothetically, if it's a one and a two for Rodgers, or just the two firsts on the non-exclusive tag for Lamar, like go get me a twenty-six-year-old. So uh, mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes with Baltimore. I think the problem with Baltimore is Lamar's agent is a family member, so it's not like an agent who's plugged in who can kind of mm -hmm. talk some sense into him and say, "Hey, man, like this is kind of not going to work. No one's going to pay you that." Mm -hmm. So I think Baltimore is trying to do this so to show that no other team is willing to pay the price. I think they're calling, they're trying to call his bluff mm -hmm. a little bit. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens because I don't think, you know, they offered him the two hundred fifty million dollar contract. They only gave him three years fully guaranteed. They didn't give those last two, and that's where that hundred million dollar discrepancy came in. I think there's going to be a team out there. I think Atlanta, who offered the fully guaranteed contract to Deshaun Watson, I think they would be willing to pay that same, same kind of contract. The only reason they didn't get Watson is because they weren't going to guarantee it. Like, if he was convicted, the Browns were like, yeah, screw it, we'll do it. Um, with Lamar, I think you're getting a former MVP and you're getting someone who has a, you know, been clean as far as, you know, off the field stuff. I, I like Lamar. I think he can get that money elsewhere. Um, I think when you start talking about two first round picks, then it gets, you know, interesting. I think you're gonna have to write him a contract of 235 million or 240 million fully guaranteed for the five year contract. Like that's just, that's what he's gonna, you know, wind up signing. But I don't even know if Baltimore would 
would necessarily match it because I don't think he necessarily wants to be there. Yeah, I th- well, I think he doesn't want, and this is something else that we'd have to consider for an acquiring team. I get the feeling maybe he doesn't want to play the same way in terms of the, mm-hmm. now he, he's going to run, he's always going to use his legs, but I don't know if he wants to be a quarterback who rushes for a thousand yards every single year because history tells you you don't last as long. And if you don't last as long, you don't get paid as much money. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's part of the reason that Greg Roman is out of there. And he's like, all right, dude, I want to, I want to play an actual regular 21st century offense. Get me some actual mm-hmm. receivers. Get me an offensive coordinator. That's not just a running quarterback guy. And I'll take off and run. I'll use my legs kind of like, you know, Josh Allen runs, but he also mm-hmm. wins from the pocket. And I think that might be a transition that Lamar is mm-hmm. looking to undertake. And will there be a team that's willing to pay him, trade the picks and meet that request? Probably. Yeah. If you're looking at Atlanta and Atlanta is about to roll out Desmond Ritter, uh, that's probably Lamar Jackson is probably a better option than that. Yeah, I think he does. And the Ravens are probably prefer to trade him out of the conference. Yeah. So it might be a situation where, hey, this is the NFC price. Oh, mm-hmm. AFC price, another second round pick. So it'd be pricey. But again, I I can't do I can't do Tannehill or or Brissett, man. Like I can't do it. <laughs> I know I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it. I, do you know if like how does the transition or not transition? How does the non exclusive tag work? Like, do the does the Ravens get to pick which one they want to do, or Lamar picks his contract? And then whichever team he wants to go to, because maybe he doesn't want to go to Atlanta. Maybe it's like the Jets and Atlanta both offer him a deal. He wants to go to the Jets. So now the Ravens are stuck trying to get the 13 pick from us versus the eight pick from the Falcons or something goofy like that. Like, does Lamar have a lot of control in in this? I would, I mean, I guess he kind of does, right? Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like how, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a a no trade clause, but he kind of does yeah. because he's Aaron bleeping Rogers. I think it's a similar kind of mm-hmm. thing. I think if you're an acquiring team and you're paying that much for a player, um, mm-hmm. you're going to, and, and maybe he has to pick a few teams that he, he'd be willing to go to, but it's not like he's going to get shipped off somewhere where he's absolutely miserable and doesn't mm-hmm. want to play. Now the, the law of it, I'm actually not sure. I'm actually not sure. Um, this whole, you know, the transition and the non-exclusive stuff is, the Lamar Jackson is kind of the first player that I really mm-hmm. that I've heard those <laughs> those terms uh, come up because mm-hmm. usually with quarterbacks it doesn't even get to this point. Um, but you have to have the feeling that Lamar Jackson is going to want to sign an ex- extension and be with that new team for a trade to take place. Yeah, no, no, no. I I know that, but I mean, like if if Lamar liked, I well, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's not the team offering Lamar a contract. It just has to be Lamar accepting the contract. Or if Lamar accepts a contract from like a bunch of different teams, it's, no, that's stupid. That wouldn't work. (laughs) That wouldn't make any sense. That's dumb. Sorry. Talking myself in circles here. Uh, Joe S. dropped in with Super Chat. Joe S. says, uh, Jets are finally not settling for second best. Uh, In reference to Carr not signing here, what did you think about like the mediocrity aspect of of Derek Carr where people kind of think he's not – you know, a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, you're signing him, and then all of a sudden you're you're signing up for like Pennington for a bunch of, you know, meh years. Well, number one, Joe, what's up? Joe's a good dude. Joe is very anti-Derek Carr, though. So I knew Joe, I thought about you today when I saw the tweet. I was like, Joe's gonna be very happy. Um, I've been higher on Derek Carr, I think, than most NFL fans have for the longest time. I thought he's been pretty underrated in a kind of a mm-hmm. crappy situation. And 
yes, I it's hard for me to imagine Derek Carr ever winning a Super Bowl, but hold on a minute. Like there are some other goals that are worthwhile for this team that I know mm-hmm. that not a lot of people want to hear it. I'm not a I'm not a big, you know, is super every year you don't win the Super Bowl is a complete failure. I think he could have provided stability, durability, competence, grown up professional quarterback play that this team hasn't had in a long time and probably taken you to the playoffs. Now he's never had a defense that's finished higher than 19th. He is 31 and 15 when his defense allows 24 points or less and the Jets defense allowed 18 and a half points last year. So I think you could have done some winning with Derek Carr, um, but the Jets clearly have viewed Aaron Rodgers as, as plan a, but I think I would have been fine with Carr. Like if the tweet today said Derek Carr is a New York Jet, I would have been happy about that, to be honest. I would have. Yeah, the the whole uh, losing Derek Carr, I, I, I'd get the vibe like maybe he didn't necessarily want to be here. I think he could have won with Derek Carr. I, I've been pretty steadfast in my thought process of like, okay, I, you know, I've seen him under four different head coaches, five different offensive coordinators in two different cities. Like he's going to put up stable numbers at the very least. And then when you talk about you know, his personality side of things. It's like, well, you know, if he is willing to take a little bit less, like maybe he was willing to go for 35 to the Jets versus 40 to the Saints. Like maybe that was something that they did think about. I think the uh, his po- his potential of maybe taking less would have looked good with the rest of our young players. I think with Rodgers, he's had us over or had his team over a barrel the last few years. So I think it doesn't necessarily yeah. maybe teach you what you want him to teach the young guys. Um I don't know. We'll we'll see. Blitzcrew says Lamar to Atlanta. Carr's life got a lot harder. Yeah, I think uh, Lamar going to Atlanta seems like the most logical spot given the the destination. Do you know any logistics as far as like if Lamar signs the like if they decide to say, hey, we can get way more for Lamar than two first round picks. Like, what's to say they don't exclusive tag him and then allow every team to talk to him? Because then that would be the right of like the team, right? They like could absolutely Baltimore? do that. It'd be, it'd be different financially if no team wants to acquire him. But I think I think they could get more than two first round picks. I think if they exclusive tag him and they want to shop him and they say go find a team that will pay you your contract and we'll work out the trade the trade compensation, just like the Raiders were doing with Derek Carr when he was meeting with the Saints and he was going to mm-hmm. meet with the Jets. I think that like, again, if you look at the Russell Wilk- Russell Wilson package, who was like seven, eight years older and had mm. never won an MVP. Uh, yeah, I think you'd, you'd be looking at three first round picks and then maybe some change. I think they could easily get that. I think the I think that if they non-exclusive tag him, they are mm. just trying to call his bluff and they want him to be a Raven. They just want it to be for their number. If they exclusive mm. tag him, then I think he might end up playing elsewhere. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point. If they non-exclusive tag him, they're getting they're they're finding out his true value on the open market. Right. But if it winds up being his number, they're just okay getting the two first round picks, like as opposed to just giving him the contract and not knowing it offhand. Because maybe his his top contract offer is, you know, about the same as what the the Ravens offered him initially. And then Lamar, I don't know what Lamar does. Does he sign a shorter term contract or does he sign like? you know, the longer term deal and have, you know, maybe, maybe staying on a team a little bit longer. He's, he's one of the more fascinating quarterbacks I think we've seen come along in the last few years because of the polarization of like his perceived, like lack of, I don't want to say lack of an arm, but, um, 
the perceived notion that he's only a running quarterback when like you look at his yards per attempt, if he had a bunch of attempts, he'd have more yards than like if he had the same amount of attempts as like Tom Brady this past year, which was like an ungodly amount of attempts, he would have had like a 5,000 yard season. Like Lamar is like, is a good passer. He relies on his legs to open up some of those passing lanes, but that's like, that's okay. I mean, as long as he's not taking big hits, which he really hasn't. The the two times he's been injured, he's been hurt from inside the pocket. Now it's, you know, maybe moving around a little bit in the pocket, but it's not like he's running around taking a big hit from like a linebacker or something like that. You think he could stay healthy, you know, if he goes to a new team or is that like, do you think that's maybe a bit of a concern? It's definitely, it's one of the biggest concerns. You know, we've rarely do quarterbacks who run that much age gracefully. It's definitely... Um, it's definitely a concern. Now he can, I don't know of any quarterbacks who, or who people who say he's a running back. Well, I don't have any running backs who have led the league in touchdown passes because he did that. He was like mm-hmm. 37 touchdowns, seven interceptions. The dude has an incredible arm. Also with Baltimore, they've been a very well-run organization. Defensively, they're always good. Up until recent years, they've had a good offensive line, obviously an all-world tight end in Mark Andrews. But they have spent the least amount of dollars since Lamar Jackson has been their starting quarterback. They've spent the least amount of dollars at the skill positions on offense of any team in the league. Uh, He has never had a running back or wide receiver who was like top 15 in the league. And they've just ignored that. And I think if imagine what he could do if you if you asked him to run a regular offense and then run as a a secondary part of his game i think he'd be he could be pretty damn good and you could get the best of both worlds where he's not hurt as much um it's just the 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 contract and the trade compensation made him my third favorite option because i would rather sign Derek carr for no picks or if it's aaron Rodgers and you could do really cheap draft compensation but uh, yeah, you, now that Derek Carr is the first domino to fall, I think you have to circle back to Lamar, and I'd, I'd absolutely uh, – I'd make a call, man. I'd make a call, and I'd make an offer because we can't go home empty-handed. Yeah, do you, do you think – does it change for you, like, if it's the exclusive tag? Because, like, the money aspect doesn't really mean much to me because it's – you know, you're going to restructure that contract however you want to restructure it, and it's going to be for more than the $45 million that the tag is anyway. But does the the compensation that changes, like if it's a two first round pick for the non-exclusive tag versus like, let's say it's three firsts and two seconds, is Lamar then off your your table? Like, or or, like, it's weird, right? Because you're like, oh, I like these lottery tickets. Like I could get an MVP quarterback. It's like, you know, family guy when they're going to get the boat. It's like, oh, you can get a boat or you can have what's in the mystery box. It could be a boat. (laughs) That's what we're looking for. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously there has to be a walkaway number at some point. I think two first-round picks would be a no-brainer for Lamar. I would do three. Once you go beyond that, like somewhere, like I wouldn't do four first-round picks, for example. Yeah. So somewhere between three and four, like if it's a three, three first and a second, it's like, oh, you know, I think anything more than three mm-hmm. first-round picks are starting to get a little bit too steep considering you have to give make them, you know, one of the top-paid quarterbacks in NFL history. I completely agree. Uh, We've hit that point in the night. I think we're going to take some phone calls. Uh, Boys and girls, I'm going to drop the link in the live chat. You can see that. I'm going to pin it in there. If you guys want to call in, ask us a few questions, you get three minutes on the timer. And after three minutes, that's right. You get the chicken. Ugh. You guys are just hanging out here. Make sure you hit that like button. We got like 600 people in here. Got 142 likes. Some baloney. 
Ah, look who we got up first. We got our b Mud Vials. What's up, multivitamins? What's up, guys? <laughs> How goes it, brother? That's the first thing. Ah, good, good. All I got to say, though, is that some people in chat are crazy to me. Why am I here if you want to subscribe to the Book of Wentz for QB? Just because Derek Carr's gone. <laughs> Why? It's because he's the former like top pick or whatever. Could have maybe you know. I know, I know. Hey, Jared Goff looked pretty good this year, right? Four teams in four years. Are you telling me you're you're slightly concerned with how that might work out? You know what I believe. I believe more that Justin Herbert will get traded before Wentz has an MVP season. You know. Oh man, I don't. I can't see Buffalo. You think any way? Herbert gets traded. I know the Chargers have been kind of notoriously cheap in the past, but I, I can't see it happening. They never paid uh, Rivers either when he got hit, when he was, he was up. I don't know about that, but I agree that I do not want Carson Wentz. The only good thing about Carson Wentz is that he looks like Jake Asman. Everything else about <laughs> Carson Wentz sucks. That's I it. saw that. <laughs> I saw that right got, before I got on. <laughs> uh, we got Richie looking like Mike White. We've got Asman looking like Wentz. Who looks like Rodgers? We got to find. He's got a little gray in his beard. Maybe he looks like Green oh, Bean. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Green Bean is our Aaron Rodgers. So, so, Mutfiles, I got to ask you, where do you think the Jets go? Like, is it is it like what percentage do you see Rodgers? What percentage do you see maybe a Lamar Jackson or something along those lines? At the moment, though, it's going to be. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is the most sense though because he's the most clear cut of what's going to happen though because all you do is walk on Pat McAfee tomorrow and be like, hey. I want to get traded. I'll play, but I want to get traded. While Lamar, we have to wait for what Baltimore wants to do with their um, with their tag, which they only have till four o'clock to figure that out. Yeah, right. McAfee, me, the show is what twelve to three o'clock. So it's like, all right, is he going to make the decision? We had heard that he wasn't going to. We weren't going to find out on the Pat McAfee show. Like he'd talk to the, the the Packers first, but I could see a situation where he's like calling the Packers just before he hops on, and then McAfee's like breaking the news as to like where Rogers wants to go. Like I could see them playing that kind of game. I hope I, I got heartburn. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting for this to drop. Try me nuts. I just have that feeling though, that it's going to be someone that we're not expecting. Like if Lamar's gone or if mm -hmm. or they're both available, I just have a feeling it's going to be a quarterback though, that we're not expecting because didn't Woody Johnson said that he'll go after anybody that's available. And if they're not available as well, he'll still give it a shot. That's where the whole yeah, like, who thing came in for me too. If Herbert's an option, I'd trade my entire draft for him. Like, I, I think Herbert is fantastic. I, I would give up whatever it takes. I'd give him a fully guaranteed $250 million deal. D don't care. Absolutely. <laughs> like, no full, full on. No They're not going to trade him in the division, though, or in the conference. Like, that's another one where they'd move him to they're the NFC. I don't even think all. he – I don't think all. they're going to get – yes. You know what that is? It's a We've seen stranger things. That's all I got to say with that, though. We've seen stranger things happen in this league. I'm trying to eject you. There, wait. There it goes. <laughs> Look at that chicken. It's screaming going across the board. Now it's frozen. <laughs> My computer is hating me. My files. You're out of here. Charles Gorman joining the chat. Charles, how you doing tonight? Hello, Jet. I'm. Damn it. <laughs> hello, Buffalo Jet fan. Hello, Ryan. Hello, hello. How goes it tonight? I, I I became a member for the second time on your channel, uh, Ryan. I saw it. Thank I you very a much. I'm fired this time. I'm I, I'm was, touched. I'm absolutely honored. Thank you so much. 
And I love the fact you're wearing that uh, Jets Hall of Fame T-shirt for 2023. I got my Revis Real one Michael. in the back. I just I just like the Kelly Green a lot more than the Hunter Green. Like for this pop. So uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I I ran into the chat like, why do we have so many morons in the chat spewing nonsense? Like I'm not saying every <laughs> Jeff fan. I love our morons in the chat, Charles. They drive me freaking crazy, man. They're it's my like, morons. The <laughs> They're our morons. Yes. <laughs> But, um, you know, I am kind of upset we didn't get Derek Carr, but you know what? I wish him the best of luck. He's a good guy. He's a good dude. I hope the guy we get Aaron Rodgers. If not, here's my backup option. Minshew mm-hmm. Mania, baby. Gardner Minshew. Ooh, Buffalo. How are you feeling about Gardner Minshew as an option? I like Gardner Minshew better than a lot of people. I think there have been starting quarterbacks in the NFL uh, mm-hmm. over the past few years that he's better than. But that when Woody Johnson and Joe Douglas and Robert Sala took the podium at the end of the year presser and said, we're mm-hmm. going to get the quarterback position solved, that ain't what we were all picturing. I mean, come on. We, we got to no, do better that, than that. No, I love that, but <laughs> Aaron Rodgers says, fuck it, I'm retiring. Like, what are you going to do? Like, uh, I mean, I, I'm I, going I'm for Lamar, going dude. I'm Charles, you don't want to go for Lamar at all? Is he off your table? <sighs> He's probably one of the few lat. The next to last on my list. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Lamar Jackson. I think he's a much better player than what many people say. I mean, I've been hearing in the chat too that people calling Lamar Jackson a bum. Lamar Jackson's overrated this. And I'm just like, the guy's the MVP. Was the MVP mm-hmm. back in 2019. And I understand he's – people talk about him more when he's running with the football than him throwing the football. But he's not a bad passer. No. I understand. I look, I think there's a lot of options before I would wind up getting to Gardner Minshew. I like Lamar Jackson. I like Aaron Rodgers. Um, if both those guys are gone, maybe you start poking around like, I don't know. You're probably looking maybe like what could happen with Dak Prescott. Like that would be something maybe you start poking around at Buffalo. You think there's anyone that is like out there that we're not thinking about that might be on the market? Uh, I mean, yeah, there's names like Dak and Stafford. None of those really excite me. You're talking about a lot of dead money and giving up draft capital. Yeah, I mean, look, if Ryan Tannehill stays put and Jimmy G goes to Vegas, you you could be shopping in the Jacoby Brissett <laughs> yeah, Gardner Minshew aisle. My God, at that point, do you just say F it and take a quarterback at 13 like that? I don't mm-hmm. even want to I don't even want to want to get there, man. I think you have to if if Rodgers and, and Lamar don't work out, um, Man, it's going to be desperate times. I don't even know what you do. I really don't. Charles, you have been ejected from the cockpit. I think I have too many people in the green room. I think that's what's going on. The chicken's like hating me right now. It's not flying across the screen the way I want it to. (laughs) Oh, we got Sam. Sam joining. Sam, how you doing tonight? Good. How about you guys? I am hanging in there. What's on your mind? Um, well, I'm just going to say I think this whole not signing Derek Carr thing has Woody Johnson's grimy hands all over it. It seemed, based on what I've seen on Twitter, that all the players wanted Derek Carr, management, the coaches. But just, you know, it's like something was holding them back from mm-hmm. pulling the trigger on signing that contract. Yeah, I've heard, uh, I've heard a few people say that. Was. Yeah, I've heard a few people say that they think that it's it, it could be something along the lines of like Woody's pushing for Rodgers and everyone has to fall in line. I don't 
I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I think it's probably similar to what the fan base feels like, where it's like 50% of us were thinking Carr, 50% of us were thinking Rodgers, and then you were thinking maybe Carr because the money was going to be a little bit cheaper and you don't have to get the draft picks. If you can get Rodgers for a second-round pick, though, and that's what they think the, the contract is going to ultimately be or the, the trade would ultimately be, I can understand not going for Carr and, and going for Rodgers. Um, Sam, do you, do you, are you okay with a Rodgers trade, or are you like, what's your stance on him? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with the Rodgers trade. Um, I think if your plan is to roll with Zach Wilson after Rodgers is done, that's probably your best bet right there. If you want to, mm. you know, use the 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 fifth-year option on him to have him a year after Rodgers will probably be gone. Mm. Um, but as long as it – the only thing is, I think it'll be maybe a conditional pick next year. Maybe a second mm. with a condition, like playoff condition becomes a first. And then you mm-hmm. throw like a, a fourth or a fifth in there to, you know, have Green Bay take on some of that contract. Yeah, I would love to see if like we we wake up and there's a, a trade for Aaron Rodgers. It's a second round pick, a conditional pick next year, and the Packers are eating 25% of the salary. Oh, that would be magical. What do you think, Buffalo? Yep. What do you think it ultimately works out to be with Rodgers? Well, I hope like with the Woody Johnson, I'm seeing a lot of that stuff on Twitter, it seems like a lot of speculation, but uh, mm-hmm. that is, I'd be pissed off. Even if we get Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and but it's only because Woody wanted it and the rest of the brass and the coaches, you know, the players, that doesn't really, shouldn't really factor into a ton. But if Joe Douglas and Robert Sala mm-hmm. wanted it one way and Woody put his foot down, you can't run an operation like that because the, this team started to actually rebuild and get better when they had football people making football decisions. And if Joe Douglas is the GM, you got to make him the GM. Woody, you can cut the check. That's your job. That is your only job is to cut the check and raise season ticket prices, apparently. Um, And it just, if, if Joe Douglas and Robert Sala want Aaron Rodgers because they feel like they have a two year window where they can chase the Super Bowl, so be it. Let's F and go. But if Woody Johnson wants Aaron Rodgers, um, just so he can justify the increases of, uh, season ticket prices and he wants the jets on national tv and it's just a business transaction then i don't want any part of that and that would be that would really suck because i don't want to go too deep into a rabbit hole with this because i don't know how true it is but you got to wonder if a guy like joe douglas even wants to operate like that you can't you can't run a business like that you got to let the football people make the football decisions that was the whole point of actually having a chain of command and i hope that woody didn't intervene i really hope that's not true yeah, I, I get the feeling that a lot of it's speculation, and I think there's probably, you know, I bet Woody does want Rodgers. I think a lot of people do want yeah. Rodgers, but I think it's also entirely possible that Douglas and Salah think, hey, Rodgers is probably a really good option for us. I think Salah maybe doesn't want to deal with the bullshit of the flip-flopping back and forth of what Rodgers might be doing, and you could have just had Carr. I think that's more so what it is. But if Douglas has been talking to the Packers, like Douglas isn't sharing this information with all these other people throughout the Jets organization. He's going to be talking with the owner. He's going to be talking with Salah. And he's that like that's going to be the inner circle right there. So I, I think there could be a trade worked out where the, you know, the brass sees Rodgers is like, oh, we're only going to get him for a second and a conditional pick. Like that is better than Carr on like a, a four-year deal or something along those lines. I think it's I think it's entirely possible. It is a concern because I don't think Douglas wants to operate that way, just like Buffalo said. Sam, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Uh, all right, we've got Fabian coming on. Fabian, welcome to the cockpit. Hey, what's up, guys? Buffalo Jet fan, pleasure to talk to you. Ryan, always a pleasure, bro. Good to have you on. What's on your mind? How are you feeling about this car news? Uh, 
Yeah, I think the Jets lost a little leverage, but I think they're going to gain it back if they give Lamar the non-exclusive tag. They could start playing them. I think the Jets have been playing this pretty good. They've been playing it. They just – Carr signed a little earlier than maybe they expected, but I think Aaron Rodgers is the goal. But personally, if they give Lamar the non-exclusive tag at 4, 4 o'clock, at 401, I'm calling him and his mom. What do you mm-hmm. want? If it's two first-round picks and the, the bag – I'm going for it, man. 26-year-old MVP who might have not even hit his ceiling yet. I, I don't even know what we're talking about. And I like Aaron Rodgers. If we get him, I'll be happy. But I, I, I'm i telling you, man, Lamar excites me. And I know he's so, not a great passer. He's a good passer. That's, But he, he, you, you said it, man. He, he led the league in touchdowns when he did. I don't know. Hey, what do you guys think? So, Buffalo, if you think that – uh, like let's say the non-exclusive uh, non-exclusive tag goes on Lamar, and we find out Rodgers uh, wants to come back. You know, on the Pat McAfee show because the Pat McAfee show is supposed to be, I think, one to three o'clock or so. The deadline for the tag is at four o'clock. It's all kind of hitting <laughs> right at that same yep, time. Yep, exactly. Um, right. Is there if you see both options on the table, are you going Rodgers or Lamar? If it's the two ones for Lamar, I'm doing that. I'll give me the 26 year old. If I'm because if it's Rodgers, it's gonna. If Rodgers, if it's for half the draft compensation, um, I'd roll with Lamar. Now, if it's the other tag and you got to give up three first round picks plus for Lamar and Rod, then it gets interesting. Right. But if it's two one, if it's two ones for Lamar, that becomes Plan A in my opinion. They're crazy yeah, to think- do that. Uh, yeah, well, the that's, just, that's why I feel like they would have to do like the exclusive tag. Like, what? Like, they I feel like to. you could have all the benefits of the non-exclusive tag just by saying we're gonna allow you to talk to everyone. Like, th- at that point, they're just saying we're moving you at this point. Yep. Like, I, I feel like the non-exclusive tag is just you're shooting yourself in the foot from well, a compensation standpoint. I think in today, 2023 mm-hmm. March, with the quarterback needy teams, especially the Jets, who look like they're gonna do whatever it takes. It's not smart. Maybe another time it would be smart to give him a non-exclusive tag, but I don't think anyone's going to hesitate to give up two first rounds for someone like Lamar Jackson. And then, yeah, obviously you got to give him the bag too. But um, uh, just a quick thing, you can't give mm-hmm. up more than three drafts ahead. You were talking about four first-round picks. You can't do it unless you have four first-round picks in the next three years, right? Am I not wrong so, about that? No, you are correct, but it's actually – so you can make that trade. The Jets wouldn't be able to do it right now. We'd have to wait till draft day. You can do three years. So since the draft is on that same – you right, could yeah, do exactly, four yeah. as it's three years out. Um, yeah, it's a little goofy. The The NFL has that rule where, like, you know, you can't go more than, than the three years. Fabian, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. But again, they can – just to, to be clear, the, the Ravens do have the opportunity to match any price. So I think – I think what, why they might do that is they might want to just show Lamar, look, we, we like you. We want you to be here, but what you're asking for is we don't think it's reasonable. And if another team does match it, and then they can then they can make a decision. They're like, okay, well, he could actually get this somewhere else. So then they can – it's a little bit of a gamble because then you kind of decrease the compensation you can get back. But I think if they non-exclusive tag him, they want him to be back there. They just want to show him, like, look, dude – just because the Cleveland Browns signed one horrific contract to Deshaun Watson doesn't change the market forever. Like if you, if one house sells in my zip code for an obnoxious price, does that mean every mm. like every single house forever? It's like no, that one person made a bad buy. Like and mm-hmm. that that's what they're trying to show Lamar. I think. Yeah, I, I don't know how it ultimately works out because if you if you're if they're doing the non-exclusive tag and they 
you know, you say, hey, Lamar, what were they not going to give you? What what was the contract? Oh, it's, you know, it's 250, fully guaranteed, five years. Okay, here you go. Hand it over. Now do the Ravens say, hey, well, he could have gotten it elsewhere. He could have gotten it elsewhere. We might as well sign that deal. And now they sign him. Or are you now like, because if you're making the offer for Lamar, now you're like, okay, well, now we want to go above and beyond. Or there's a situation where if they think that the bridge is burnt with Lamar, which I think it is, maybe they do go with the exclusive tag and just allow him to do it. And they just say, screw it. Like, we know we're getting two firsts for him anyway. Let him negotiate with any other team. We'll take at least two firsts. I think that's where they could go with that. Uh, Sorless comes in with a super chat, says, why would Lamar want to go to the start of a rebuild in Atlanta when he could come to a team that's further along like us? I think Lamar wants to go to a team that's going to pay him a lot of money. And I think Baltimore wants to trade him out of conference. I think that's the the big piece of this. And I think Lamar could have a lot of fun with Kyle Pitts and Drake London over there. Not to mention Derrick Henry may end up being moved. Could you imagine Derrick Henry winds up with his former coach down in Atlanta with Lamar Jackson? That'd be a scary situation. They got a shit ton of money down there they could spend. Crazy. Yeah, and I think there's other factors that come in. Like as a fan, we just look at, oh, why would that guy want to go there? He couldn't win. But there's um, where he's living, weather, playing in a dome, taxes, being close to home, being in the worst division in football. Like if Lamar goes to the NFC South, like he could win that division by himself. Like just having Lamar on your team might make you the division favor. So I think there's mm-hmm. other factors um, than just the the best roster like yeah i think the jets obviously have a better roster than the falcons but there's obviously other considerations when guys are trying to get that uh that second contract yeah especially since he immediately becomes quarterback two in the nfc one maybe it's him and hurts figuring rogers gets traded out of conference or retires like oh yeah he's better than jalen hurts yeah so like right there off the bat is is enough reason for him to want to possibly go down there uh joe you're atlanta jets fan what's up brother how you doing tonight I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Emotionally <laughs> or from like work today? Or both? No, it's no, it's just from all this quarterback stuff and Aaron Rodgers this and Derek Carr. Man, I'm just I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. But I do give you credit, Ryan, because you called it on the nose and you had me thinking second thoughts last night as well. Cause mm-hmm. I was making a TikTok about it. But then I had to delete the whole video because Derek Carr did what he had to do. So, <laughs> so, so what did me, I call? Like, he really gave me a second thought about it. So I'm thinking this is really chess. Like, it's chess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek Carr might have just pulled his card a little bit quicker than we expected. But mm-hmm. he did what he did just to get more leverage. Because once I seen that tweet that he always wanted mm-hmm. to go with New Orleans Saints regardless, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that pretty much confirmed it. Yeah, I mean, it, it just sort of made sense, right? Like he, the whole time, yeah, the, the months leading up to it, there was it was McDaniel's not believing in him, so him obviously wanting to go where somewhere that believed in him, the coach that drafted him in a dome yeah. in a weak division that's going to give you the money you want because you leverage the Jets. <laughs> exactly. Like I think the Jets are fine with being used as leverage because there was a part of me yeah. there for a while that thought our options in our mind were Rogers one. Jimmy G2, Tannehill 3. And I, I think that could still yeah. be the case, although I think Lamar winds up getting wedged in there with the potential of the two firsts. Um, yeah. Atlanta, still, what do you think? I still don't believe it. What do you think about Lamar? Oh, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, that, you, I, I got to see that. I, I'm seeing this believing on that one. I have, <laughs> like, <laughs> that is in the back of my mind. Like, I, I don't believe that for one bit. 
I mean, mm-hmm. that's just reality. Because one, we saw if we even get Lamar, I know Quinn is out the door. Uh, like pretty much everybody who's pulling on resigning is 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 gone. If in the in a sense, yeah, that would be scary, right? Like if you give Lamar the the. 50 million a year he's looking for exactly it's like okay let's sign him to like a 10-year contract do the (laughs) do the uh mahomes deal where it's like it looks really good right now like mahomes is like the i think he's like the fifth highest paid quarterback right now and he signed for like half a billion dollars or whatever that contract was yeah yeah i'm not even i'm not even really for it but so so let's say rogers doesn't come here let's say lamar's not an option who's your next quarterback talk to me uh, this has got to be Jimmy G. As much as I hate the, Jimmy G the goes to Raiders. Energy. Who's next? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so when you pull the ripcord, he's like, "Nah, <laughs> screw it, I'm jumping out." <laughs> it was like, uh, Tannehill. If not Tannehill, we probably have to settle for uh, Mayfield or Minshew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I actually not. I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't be mad if Mayf like Baker Mayfield was a quarterback. I really wouldn't be mad at all because his. I wanted Broadway Baker for a little bit there. Of, I love me some Baker. Yeah, I don't love me some Baker thing. right now. Joe, so, you're letting your bet never die. <laughs> You've been ejected <laughs> from the cockpit. Ugh, I love doing that mid sentence. We got Joe. Joe, join us. What's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on? Hold on. Wait. Did I click that? I may not. Yes, I did. What's going on? How are you feeling about this whole car situation, Joe? Joe? Get unmuted. Ah, I see. Hold on. Did you call in twice? I have you two times. Let me see if this is... Joe, is that you? Hold on. You muted yourself. <laughs> um, I think that says, I muted the guest. Now you muted the guest. I'm going to boot you. Call back in. Um, all right. Let me try... We'll go to Will. Go over to Will first. Then we got Mike the Barber. Will, how you doing tonight? Yo, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm hanging in there. How you feeling about this whole car situation? I'm pretty pissed, to be honest. It's not even like I really wanted Carr. He's not mm-hmm. bad, but he's just – I wanted Rodgers first and foremost because uh, mm-hmm. I don't think Lamar is even humanly possible. So okay. I think um, I think the, the reason why I'm so upset about Carr is just for the leverage standpoint now with Rodgers because they probably think that today's price is not yesterday's mm-hmm. price anymore. And now we're mm-hmm. just going to get shafted when it comes to the trade. And I'm, I'm kind of pissed about that. But he's got to make a decision. Yeah, I, I wonder, Buffalo, what do you think? Do you think this creates more leverage for Green Bay? Or does Rodgers kind of dictate the leverage? Because I feel like Green Bay, like if Rodgers says, I'm going to this team or I'm staying on the Packers, like he screws the Packers. Yeah, but I, I think still it's in an ideal world, if the Jets were going to get Aaron Rodgers anyway, you still would have liked to have traded for him before Derek Carr signed. You still would have liked the the mm-hmm. illusion of the option of Derek Carr being there in terms of the the Packers trade it's tough with the mm-hmm. Jets versus the Packers it's like if Aaron Rodgers really wants to be out of there it's it's who blinks first man because they got a contract they maybe want to unload um, but yeah it does suck that Derek Carr on um, that first domino fell it, that's definitely not ideal and I think the price can only the price can only go up so which team is more desperate are the Packers more desperate to move off of that contract to Aaron Rodgers and give Jordan Love a shot or are the Jets more desperate um, to save face and get some sort of quarterback? That's the question. And the only thing we don't know is, is there, there usually with these te- with these things, there's always one wildcard team. There's always one wildcard team that nobody was reporting that's lurking beneath the surface. And 
if they can arrive at the 11th hour and there's a bidding war like there was with Tyreek Hill, uh, then, yeah, I think the Packers definitely, their leverage has gone up in the last 24 hours, I think. Will, do you think there's a team out there that you see as having leverage or maybe um, that would compete with the Jets as far as picks? I had thought maybe Miami, but Miami doesn't have a first and we have a better second. So, like, we're well positioned ahead of Miami unless Rodgers says I'm only going to Miami. Yeah, that's what it, I think that's what it would come down to. I don't think the leverage would really matter because mm-hmm. Rodgers would have to force his way to Miami one way or another. But really mm-hmm. quick, because I know the timer's running out, I got a quick question. So if, mm-hs. if we were to, let's say Lamar got the non-exclusive tag and it mm-hmm. was two, the price was then two picks plus the bag that we got to give him, couldn't, yep. in theory, couldn't the Ravens then sign the deal and then mm-hmm. agree to trade uh, Lamar to us for an extended cost? Or is that not like a legal thing? Because that's what no, I feel they, like they, it would come down to. They could do that. Um I don't know how the signing bonus works. If they would just have to say like, hey, we're not giving you a signing bonus right now or the signing bonus gets paid in like, you know, the first day of, yeah, like it, like at the end of this year or something like that. I, I'm not exactly sure how that would work because I do think they could match the deal and then move on from them. Yeah. But I feel like that gets a little sloppy because I, I know they took out the poison pill um, aspect of these types of deals where you sign like, you you you, hit, you offer a, a contract that the Ravens can't match. Like, let's say you make it a hundred million dollar cap hit year one, and like maybe some team has like some stupid amount of cap space, and then you you could do that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. I think they can match it, but I think if they match it, maybe it's like I guess maybe the team would have to say you have to sign the signing bonus right now. In which case, the the Ravens may not be able to match it. Um, I don't know. Interesting stuff. Will you've been ejected? from the cockpit uh all right let's head over to joe joe how you doing tonight hey ryan how you doing i'm hanging in there what's your opinion on this Derek carr stuff aaron Rodgers? all actually joe hold on i'm sorry i had mr uglis drop in a super chat and i totally missed it so let me get to this real quick then i'll get to you joe uh i am patiently saving up my energy for either a celebration or a monumental meltdown. If it's not Rodgers and then not Lamar, I'll settle for Zach round three and the subsequent regime change. Oh, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I really, I like Douglas. I like Salah. I don't want to see them get booted. Um, I would, oh God, if we don't go that route, maybe it's, I mean, maybe it is better at some point that you go Brissett and you just say, hey, the cheaper contract, Bring back your guys. I think at that point you may have to sacrifice like CJ Mosley and like I don't think you're I think you're losing a lot more of your veteran players that you're hoping to keep. Is that what you think, Buffalo? Yeah, once you go Brissett, then we're just let's be honest, we're just coping. Anything with Brissett mm-hmm. or in that tier, we're coping, we're talking ourselves into it. Hey, better than what we've had. We can make the playoffs. Like we're we're drastically reduced dropping the standard of what we hoped when we started this offseason. So you know, I'm going to try to be an optimistic Jets fan no matter who it is, but let's be honest, man. If it's if it's Brissett or Minshew or Mike White versus whoever, that's going to suck. I completely agree. Joe, any any thoughts on that? What do you think? Uh, if it's not Rodgers and it's not Lamar, are you okay with Zach round three or is there another quarterback you're eyeing? Well, like I said, I'm, I'm glad we dodged that bullet with Derek Carr. Personally, as you know, I'm not a big fan mm-hmm. of his. I want Aaron Rodgers because I think, which we're forgetting, he can mentor Zach Wilson. And I think 
there will you will see the fruits of his labor mm-hmm. if that happens. But Ryan Tannehill is the man I wanted. I know Buffalo Jets fan does not want him, and I subscribe to you. I like you a lot, man. You're a good one. Thanks, <laughs> but I gotta say this though. Let me just talk about Lamar Jack Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I like it. him. I predicted he would be a good quarterback when he came out of college, and he proved me right. But let me say yeah. this. This is nothing new, man. I've seen Randall Cunningham stood off like this, maybe not win an MVP. Mm-hmm. That guy could drop an 80-yard pass on a dime. Michael mm-hmm. Vick was the same way, an 85-yard pass on a dime. And Randall Cunningham was on a Vikings, had two Hall of Fame receivers, great offense, and couldn't go anywhere. I really don't think, man, Lamar Jackson would be the answer. We haven't Do seen I him think with any over? options, though. His best option was like Marquise Hollywood Brown, and he looked not so great in Arizona. That's I think true. we have the best options he's played with so far. I yes. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Derek Carr, what that showed me, he's about himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, why would he not come to the Jets? They're a better team than the Saints. Like I said, we should have won about 11 games last year if we had that quarterback situation, you know, yeah, if it well, went it's, right. It's one of those – it takes two to tango, right? Like the the Jets could have wanted to sign Carr all they wanted, but if Carr wanted the Saints the whole time, I can't even hold Douglas like, you know, against the fire. Like I – there we may not have been able to to sign him regardless. And then if you're getting in a bidding war for Carr, now maybe it, it turns a lot more Jet fans off. I think the perceived notion of like, oh, Carr wants to sign maybe for $35 million. Has Jet fans feel in a certain way um, yeah. when the reality may not actually have been that at all? Buffalo, what do you think about uh, the possibility of maybe Carr never wanted to sign a contract with us? I got the sense the whole time that both the jet the car was the jet's second option and the jets were car's second option that's mm-hmm. how i kind of i think the the interest was yeah. mutual they both liked each other car liked the jets but not as much as the saints and the jets liked car but not as much as rogers that's just my complete guess from the outside looking in i, Brian, I just want to say one last thing before i go yeah dan fouts is a hall of fame quarterback he was great great arm he played with Marino, Joe Montana. I could go on and on. All the quarterbacks he played in the 80s. His first four years, he sucked. Look at his passer rating. Look at his completion percentage. It was worse than Zach Wilson's. He went on to become a Hall of Famer. A lot of people giving up a on Hall Zach of Wilson. Joe, I love it. Fair. Thank you so much. You better check that from my cockpit. <laughs> Buffalo, how much longer I got you for, brother? Uh, I can hang till 928 more minutes. 920. Okay, so we got we get like two more calls in here. Let's 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 hammer through this. William, what's up, William? Thank you so much for joining the channel as well, brother. Hey, Ryan and BJF, my two favorite YouTubers. Uh the two most handsome as well. Oh wow. But, um, I won't tell Green Bean that. I figured <laughs> I, uh, I figured I had a call in, Ryan, because you're missing all my texts. But um, <laughs> here's what it, here's what I think. I I firmly believe that before Hackett even signed with the Jets, mm-hmm. he 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 let Rogers know that mm-hmm. what he was doing, and Rogers told him that he was coming to the Jets. I think there's mm-hmm. already an agreement. I think there has been an agreement, and I think they're just trying to figure out all the uh, 
the paperwork and the fine details because it's a very, very strange, difficult contract. And, um, you know, I, I, I really believe that. In fact, I don't know if you guys saw the interview by Sala, um, but mm -hmm. if you heard the interview, he kind of indirectly told us that it would be either Derek Carr or, um, or Aaron Rodgers. And when they asked him about which quarterback, he made, you know, when he'd know, he made a statement like, well, I would have thought it would have been this past week, right. mm -hmm. but it should be soon. And I think he was referring to Rodgers. You would have thought that Rodgers would have already made up his mind by, by this past week. So yeah. th there are I some interesting like words in that discussion. And, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the, I think you're absolutely right. I think a trade has been agreed upon in principle behind the scenes, and I think it's been in place for a long time. Like, I think since the Packers knew they were going to move on with Jordan Love, we heard Rodgers say, hey, it seems like the Packers are having discussions without me. That's weird. And I think that was the tip-off of like, okay, they're shopping him. They're looking at trade negotiations based on if Rodgers does ultimately want to come back, they're going to want to move him. I think it's just a matter of does Rodgers want to uproot his life or does he want to try and like force his way to stay in Green Bay, which I don't think right, he'll end right. up doing. No, exactly. And then and Joe Douglas and Salar, I mean, they're, you know, they they're not stupid. They know that everything's riding on this year. So I don't mm -hmm. think they're going to play Russian roulette with the, with the with the quarterback situation. The other thing I wanted to mention real quick is, um, you know, I think Jimmy Jimmy G is a little better than most fans give him credit for. Uh, I mean, he has 87 touchdowns, 41 interceptions in his career. And I'll tell you what, in New England, Tom Brady was scared to death of him. Uh, and Josh McDaniels loved him. He thought he was all ready to take Tommy, Tommy's job over. So um, I don't think he'd be so bad. It's just about staying healthy. Yeah, Garoppolo's always been about the health for me. He clearly has the skill set to at least facilitate you getting to a Super Bowl if you have the right pieces around him. Uh, William, thank you so much for the call. You have been ejected from the cockpit. Uh, all right, we got one more call with Buffalo Jet fan, then I'm going to be taking him solo. We've got Mike the Barber. What's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, guys. I'm, uh, I'm thinking... Carr was a bad option. If they want to overpay for them, that's their problem. Mm -hmm. uh, Rodgers just makes too much sense. Yeah, I can't imagine anything else. But I want to hear mm. what you have to do, think about the second option. If Rodgers isn't, what do we do? So if Rodgers isn't the guy, like if he's not the one that, that we can wind up snagging and he retires or he goes elsewhere – I'm on board with Lamar, especially if it's two first round picks all day. I would probably go as high as three first round picks before I start pulling the plug and I say, okay, you know what? I'll go maybe a different direction and, and explore some other options. You know, I really didn't give it a good guess. I just don't want to be irrelevant and be the same Jets for 10 years. Well, mm -hmm. You know, the guy can't stay healthy. Ravens don't want him. Yeah, there's a lot to be concerned about. It's the injuries. It's the money. It's the smart organization that doesn't want to pay him the money. <laughs> like all these different things, the especially selfish. since Douglas has come from there. Like at least if the Jets were yeah. to trade for Lamar, I would feel like some level of comfort in that like right. the Ravens maybe felt like, hey, we have so many high priced guys at this particular point. We couldn't do it where the Jets maybe don't have that right now. And it could just be a numbers game. Um, you'd really have yeah. to know the inner workings because if if you're Joe Douglas and you see your former team 
you know, passing on this quarterback, why are you giving up the picks to do it? Buffalo, how are you feeling about, you know, the optics of the Ravens passing on Lamar? Yeah, we have to ask yourself if the Ravens don't value Lamar Jackson for just the money and you think he's Mm -hmm. worth the money and, and, and three first round picks. Yeah, of course you'd have to have some trepidation there, but I like if the next best option, and again, I don't think Lamar to the jets is super realistic, but if you, you make the call and you see what's what, but the next best Mm -hmm. option after that is Jimmy G and we know Jimmy G is only good for half a season. So if Jimmy G's your starter with a Mike White's your backup, he gets, he gets her Zach Wilson's on the field. If Jimmy G is your one and Mike White's your two, Zach Wilson's playing. So that that, Mm -hmm. like, I would rather roll the dice on a, on a superstar and just cross your fingers that Lamar um, stays healthy and that, uh, uh, over the likes of Jimmy G. So th- I would have preferred Card to signing him because he's more durable. You don't have to go with the picks. But, uh, I mean, if it's Lamar and you can make that happen or signing Jimmy G, personally, I would go with Lamar. So, Mike, what would you? what's your you know backup option if you don't get Rodgers? I don't have one. I'm, I'm my, All my pieces <laughs> are Rodgers. I'm not overpaying. I'm not giving more than a second-round pick for the guy. I think a deal is done. I think we're set. And you got to remember, Rog, I mean, Douglas is not scared at the moment, meaning he already has a plan. Uh, he is cooler than the other side of the pillow. Mike, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Buffalo, thank you so much for hopping on, doing a few calls and talking some ball with me. You want to let these guys know where they can find you and what you got going on? Sure. Uh, Twitter, YouTube, Buffalo Jeff fan, uh, Talk Jets. Have fun. Good stuff. I'll see you guys soon. (laughs) All right, Buffalo, you know what that means. You have been ejected from the cockpit. Oh, boys and girls, Buffalo Jet fan, the one, the only. Uh, All right, we're going to keep taking some phone calls here. Got another 45 minutes to go. Up next, let's see, we've got NY Football Jets on TikTok. What's up, dude? Welcome to the Hey, what's going on? Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, brother. All right, here we go. Okay, I did some research for you. Um, the Jets have had 24 starting QBs in their history. 24. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out the ones out of that 24 that probably could have won a Super Bowl. There's Joe Namath. He won a Super Bowl actually. What am I talking about? <laughs> Richard Todd could have won a Super Bowl. There was the Mud Bowl. Ken O'Brien was damn good. Very underrated quarterback. Could definitely have won a Super Bowl. Vinny Testaverde absolutely in 1998 should have won a Super Bowl. Uh, Chad Pennington, if Doug Bryan made made one of those two field goals, we potentially could have won a, a Super Bowl with Chad Pennington. Mark Sanchez, absolutely, you go to two AFC Championship games in a row. So here we are again. Not sure who our quarterback is, but yet when you look back on our history, as soon as Sanchez, we could have won a Super Bowl with a QB. Now we want to get stuck in this going after Aaron Rodgers. Have we learned nothing about Brett Favre? Why are we doing this as Jet fans? Why do we want this? Like, do we? Because really our most want successful quarterbacks in the last thirty years have been free agents. It's been, you know, Vinny Testaverde. It's been Brett, F- not free agent, but it's been veteran guys. It's been Vinny Testaverde. It's been Brett Favre. It's been Fitzpatrick. It's been McCown. We're going with the vet guy. The pressure crumbles all these young guys, and now that you have social media as a as a new whirlwind that we didn't have in the past, 
Um, I do think a vet presence in New York specifically, or a very particular type of personality, which I don't think we have on the roster uh, in a rookie. I think the Jets are going to wind up going for Rodgers because they have the hope of two years of Rodgers, 10 years of Zach, or two years of Rodgers, and then you know one year of someone else sitting behind Rodgers if they don't want to exercise the option on Zach. Well, I just think that like, Everyone wants Aaron Rodgers, but not all Jet fans, I don't think, like, really want to go through this anymore. I'm, you know, it's been a while yeah. for the Jets. Oh, yeah. Me. But here's here's my, my this is, like, at the worst I think is going to happen before you kick me out. Yeah, yeah. Jacoby Brissett, the Jets signed mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett. And then okay. they, they say we are going with Zach Wilson at starting quarterback, and we are going to keep Mike White and go, what, what do you think of that scenario? I just want to know. What do you think? And keeping your draft picks, not trading away your life. The only way I do that is Brissett and White battle it for QB1 and Zach gets the redshirt year. I think Zach should get a redshirt year regardless. And if you, if like the panic move is Brissett, I actually like Brissett a lot. I have no issues with Brissett whatsoever. I think he's a very good quarterback and I think you win the AFC East potentially if you, if you had him last year. Um, I would be okay maybe with that situation like that might i would still go lamar i think and give up the picks and the money and all that crazy stuff uh instead of going brissette and white but i would be okay with going brissette and white if they chose that okay you see i don't think anyone talks about that so i I think that's acceptable i just don't want us to get like it's it's very underwhelming it's a kick in the balls (laughs) that's what it is but it's like i I think acceptable is like baseline (laughs) Like, the, no, like, totally, I, like but, you're not getting more season tickets. You better knock down the price. Like, it's it's going to be a world of hurt. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Anyway, all I'm going to say is Zach Wilson was 5-2 and two with, with Brees Hall. Okay? Wow. That was pretty impressive. I'll be honest. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Zach Wilson, 5-2. and two. No, good call. Brought up, some, brought up some knowledge there. I actually like that. That was solid. Uh, Juan, what's up, Juan? Welcome to the cockpit. How you doing, Ryan? I'm hanging in there. How are you feeling about Derek Carr? I'm kind of angry, but also happy. Mm-hmm. The contract, that's what I thought we would offer mm-hmm. Carr. The only thing I'm concerned about is the timing when they, they announced it, because it seems mm-hmm. like after we had the meeting with Carr, 24 hours later, he picked somebody. Mm-hmm. So do you think like, that the do you think he used us for leverage or do you think he was like realistically an option for us? I don't think we were leveraged. I think more the Panthers were leveraged. I think mm. he was just jockeying both of us us and the Saints back and forth. I think so that's fair. I think because him going to the Saints, does that move the needles for the Saints? It doesn't yeah. really make him a contender. I think it well in the NFC. I think it does. I think Carr. You could argue Carr is like a top five quarterback in the NFC now. I mean, it's probably once Rodgers gets traded out, it's Hurts and like Stafford, and then I mean, I have to kind of run through names in my head. Geno Smith is up there probably in terms no, I, of like who you're talking about. Like I, I think that. I think Carr going there that's the easiest path to the playoffs for him because he's immediately I would think the top team in that division at least. Yeah, but are you? Is he seeing it more for the future? Because the Saints got a lot of questions, a lot of guys mm-hmm. that are good, but they're on the tail end of their career. So well, are you going to wait out another rebuild? 
He's a religious man. He is a man of faith, my friend. I could absolutely see him, hey, you're putting, you put stock in me, drafting me when I was just a young kid out of Fresno State. Now I'm going to come to you. You might have a little bit of a rebuild, but I'm here. You guarantee me the two years. We'll see it through. We'll get it figured out. I think, I think Carr's a, a team player, and I could see him, you know, staying in a very stable situation. And having the two years, 60 million means he's probably going to be able to renegotiate that contract after those two years anyway, because he's not going to play for just like a, a non-guaranteed amount. Yeah, I, I could I could see that. It's just I don't know that that division. They might make some moves. I I don't know that division every year. You see, for the last few years, except when Tom Brady got there, mm-hmm. every year was a new person winning that division. So I could see Lamar going to Atlanta. I could see Tom Brady going to like Miami. I could see like I the the whole quarterback landscape is going to be wildly interesting for next year. I like this whole quarterback movement thing. I like Russell Wilson moving. I like Watson moving. I think it creates some some fun dynamics in the league. How, where are you oh, standing on like the quarterbacks moving? You like it or you don't? I do like it because it, it gives us stuff to talk about. And then, you know, you get these rumors and things like that. And, you know, there's not a, there's not a lot of teams that are heavyweights anymore. It's more mm-hmm. a little more spread out now. Um... But another thing, I don't see Lamar going to Atlanta. Really? I think why not? No. You think he's like going to force his way to Miami or something? No, I don't see Miami either. It's pretty much he. It's Baltimore or or us. I think right now. You know what I didn't even consider? If Miami did want to get him. They'd have to give up the two first, but since they don't have a first this year, it's almost like a better <laughs> trade for them, right? <laughs> like yeah, they can it, give up the deal. But I think I think Miami's just waiting for Brady to decide what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're waiting for. But Lamar, I think if in a perfect world he is, we only got to give up two draft picks. Boom! One, you're gone. Good call. Like it. All right, we got Pat joining the show. Pat, how are you doing tonight? Not bad. How are yourself, Ryan? I am hanging in there. I'm not. I was a little doom and gloom earlier watching the car stuff happen. I was hoping we would be able to dictate the futures of these quarterbacks, but clearly they have minds of their own. Yeah, I saw your show later, the one earlier for today. <laughs> ah, it sucks. I just hope it's got to be Rogers, right? Like, like talk me off a cliff. It's got or talk me back from the ledge. It's got to be Rogers, right? I can't say it's Kyrie Rogers. All that I can talk you off is your thought process of Rogers to Miami. I think they don't have, I, I've they been don't saying Rogers to Miami for like the last four or five days. It makes so much sense with them being wishy-washy on Tua and then even being able to have Tua waiting in the wings and Rogers maybe only wanting to play one year. Like I think Brady for them might provide a better um option because i i definitely think brady's done in a year i think rogers you got the two years plus you got to worry about the contract so if if miami thinks brady's a realistic option i don't think they go for rogers but i think rogers should want to go to miami well my thought is if they don't have a draft pick this year first ours mm-hmm. our second's better than theirs yep who's say Green Bay doesn't turn around and say we want rogers for tyreek and now rogers like I'm throwing to who? <laughs> throwing a waddle. And a, yeah, no, I don't think it would be. Yeah. The nice thing about Miami is 
our second round pick, if we decide it's a second round pick this year and a conditional pick next year, we should beat everyone except for the Raiders and the Titans. Like, I don't know other teams that would be be in this conversation because I don't even think the... My concern is if the Jets get too greedy and the Packers say, screw it, he's only got a year or two left, we're going to trade him within the NFC also. Now you got to bid against all the NFC teams because now you're going after Atlanta and uh, Carolina and Tampa Bay and the 49ers. And like, like the 49ers to me seem like a home run of a landing spot. They could figure out $15 million in salary cap space to get Rodgers if they wind up opening that up. Now, I don't, I don't know how many draft picks they realistically have, but they might have a player that they could give Green Bay that would be worth more than the pick we're giving up. See, I'm about to run out of time, but that was my point was, I think Tyreek's the only thing that's worth a first round this year. So, and then I live in Carolina. Conception has it here is they're drafting a quarterback. Yeah. Everything else, smoke and mirrors. Do you think they're moving up to one to get him? Or do you think they're going to sit at nine? It depends on who goes. It depends if who they really want. I don't know. You don't hear who they want. Their GM is, no, not not even their GM. Their owner is so out of whack. He will Mm -hmm. throw money wherever he can. And he's got to fix this quarterback thing. Yeah, I I think they're going to throw money at it. I just, I'm curious to see if they, I think they're going to need to trade up if they want to get him. And they traded away McCaffrey to have all those extra picks to do just that. And for me, I think it would make a ton of sense if Seattle trades up to one to to select Anthony Richardson and let him sit for a few years behind Geno on this contract. I think that would make a ton of sense. I think Bryce Young at two to the Texans makes a lot of sense. C.J. Stroud at four to the Colts. And then I really think the Raiders are going to draft Levis at seven. I think Carolina is going to have to move up unless they don't think Richardson goes before them. But I would I feel like after that combine, he's got to go, you know, in front of them. at least Atlanta in front of them. And even if Atlanta trades with Baltimore, I feel like Baltimore would take him. Well, they also have the guy they drafted last year sitting behind who hit. If I remember correctly, he didn't touch the field at all because they had they had PJ, they had Baker, and they had Sam. All and then the guy they drafted all sitting around, and everybody else but the guy they drafted. So yeah, they could they could sit on him. They could wait, see what he's got. Pat, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Oh, we got my buddy uh, Tigo. You want to hop on the visual aspect of this? All right, Tigo's coming on. Let me uh, let me figure out what I got to do with this. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. What's up, Tigo? Well, How you doing? That was quicker than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> Had the button all queued up. How you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good, man. Like, honestly, like, even with the whole Derek Carr situation, I don't... Wow, Justin Thomas, a huge dodo. Um, even Whoa. with all the Carr stuff, I'm like, you know what? I'm not that worried about it. I think there's too much smoke for there not to be fire with you know the fact that they want to move on from Aaron Rodgers and by they I mean Green Bay right like mm-hmm. it just makes too much sense there and then when you look at the situation of teams that can go get him there are very few owners and here's the the key piece right everyone keeps talking about these teams like oh hey you know like like in the last caller oh Carolina might want to do this or you know 
uh, San Francisco might want to do this. And San Francisco makes sense. I think that's where Tan, uh, Tom Brady ends up if he does come out of retirement, ultimately. Uh, Miami yeah. might want to do this. Insert other team might. And, like, my thing is, is, like, people forget that, like, an ownership group is going to look at that contract and be like, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me I have to pay him $100 million in the next two years? And there mm-hmm. are very few owners that are going to feel comfortable with that if they don't think their team is a quarterback away. And that's where I, th- I look at it and I go, Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets is the only option because mm-hmm. Vegas was never in it because their own, like they literally, a report came out that they couldn't fire Josh McDaniels because they couldn't afford I to pay that. Gruden, McDaniels, and a new head coach. I think that's, well, okay, so here's my thought on this. I think that is complete bogus. Justin, we'll get to your super chat in just a second. I got fired up here. Um, I don't (laughs) think that's true. One, because uh, I think they settled with Gruden, and I think that contract was, you know, ultimately, maybe not fully paid out, but I think there was some type of, of payment there. I think for better or worse, the Raiders have allowed their head coach and GM to do whatever they want, so they were not gonna move on from him anyway. And this whole they don't have enough money to like fire McDaniels. The dude just built a stadium and moved his team to Vegas. His net worth doubled in like in the time since COVID. And he wound up buying a, you know, a WNBA franchise as well. Like I I feel like the guy is, is pig rich with money and he's only going to have to put in the 110 million into escrow. I don't, I think the Raiders were not in on Rogers because Rogers didn't make sense with McDaniels more so than the Raiders not being able to financially afford, uh, Rodgers, I guess, yeah. or Vegas to it's financially a, afford him. It's a big part of the conversation that I don't think enough people are talking about. I I think that's fair. I think it's fair to say they're not going to be involved, but I do think the Jets are probably the only option, and I do think that's why uh, we're going to get them for a lot less than people think. Justin Thomas comes in with a super chat, says, do we use the second round tender on Bryce Huff, which is $3.5 million, then use him in a trade for Rodgers? Because if we use the second round tender on him, we lose him anyways because he's a cheap established pass rusher. No, I would tag him with the first round tender because it's only like five or six million dollars. And one, I would not want to trade him anyway. But two, if you were to trade him, I would rather trade him with the perception that he's a value of a first rounder, not a second rounder. I don't want to lose Bryce Huff for $3.5 million to another team for a second round pick. That would be a very big mistake. Tigo, your thoughts. I... Agree with the first part, not the second part. I would not hit him with the first round tender because six and a half million dollars when we are so tight to the cap and we still have to bring in a defensive tackle because we only have one under contract and, you know, we got to bring back linebackers and all of those things. And the other big thing is, is I love Huff. So don't get this as me trying to say I don't like Huff. I love Huff, but it's one year of production. Mm -hmm. And that's the concern. I know that internally as Jets fans, we're all in love with this guy. I don't know if that same perception exists with the rest of the league. And so the way that I look at it is it's a pay raise for sure. If you hit him with the second round tender, that's what Mm -hmm. I would do. I think that's the right move. I am not trading him away. He, to me, is coming in um, to kind of be a facsimile of a replacement for Carl Lawson because I think he's gone because of that contract. And so Mm. that makes a lot of sense. And then if 
he reproduces at the same level, you hit him with the Jacob Martin contract. Three years, five or six million dollars a year, two of those years guaranteed, and you keep him around. That makes the most sense in my eyes. And the other thing that like us as Jets fans need to like kind of get used to is we're a good football team. We're going to lose good football players. And that's mm -hmm. part of the process. And getting a second rounder for a guy that we got for free, he was an undrafted free agent, especially in a class that has a lot of really good edge talent, is mm -hmm. one of those things where I'm more willing to take that risk. I love Bryce Huff, and I hope to God that he's still on this team moving forward. But Huff, like, this is the first year where he's really and truly mm -hmm. showed up and showed out. Because before, he was kind of like... I remember at the beginning of the year, people like were talking about cutting him. Mm -hmm. Different channels and all that stuff. And so Crazy. I wasn't on that wagon. I loved Huff, mm -hmm. but it's one year of like solid production. We can't just hit him with the it's the Danny Dime situation, right? Like, how is he gonna get 40 million after one year under Dable? Like, God, I back once more. Nah, I think he's gonna get it. I think he's gonna get like I three know. years 120. I think he's gonna get it. And I think if he were a free agent, I would give him three years 120. I think that makes a lot of sense. If yeah. you're the Giants, yes. You're, you're hoping but the not upside. anybody else. No, I, I think you could. I mean, his biggest issue was the turnovers. And I don't know, was Dable responsible for him holding onto the ball more? It's possible. Is he going to forget that when he leaves Dable? It's possible. Does Dable's offense, you know, maximize Jones' production? I think there's, there's something to be said for that. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I think with Bryce Huff, for me... If you give him the second round tender, you have to be okay with him walking because I think if I were any team around the league that needed an edge rusher, I would give up a second round pick all day for him. Um, so for me, I would use him. If, if you're going to lose him for a second and you can swap out the draft pick and give them an edge rusher instead of a second round pick, is that what you think would wind up happening if, if they were to trade a player? Like, would it be a replacement or would it be like Huff goes with the picks as well? I don't think I don't think Green Bay would want the player. Mm. Like in like wouldn't you just want they want the, picks. They want the picks. That would make the most sense, right? Because like if you were to trade Huff and he's a valuable piece and he could be looked at as like a second round equivalent, mm. right? But in this scenario, even in this like let's say, let's just specifically talk about the Justin Thomas scenario. You would mm. only have him under contract for 1 year and then isn't he a UFA next year? If you are if you RFA tag mm -hmm. him, he doesn't have another year of RFA. So, mm -hmm. like, wouldn't you just want the second round pick to control for four years at a much mm -hmm. lesser contract, especially in a class that's so heavy at edge? Again, I would give him the second round tender just period, right? Because mm -hmm. I really like Huff and at three and a half million dollars. Lose that him, makes a lot draft of sense. Nolan Smith out of Georgia. But Dude. again, I don't think we lose him. That's the thing. I honestly don't so, think we lose. So you him. think someone doesn't give up a second round pick for him? If you think you I won't agree, lose yeah. him, I like the second round pick option because it's yeah. half the price, right? Like it's it's six million compared to three point five million. That's the big caveat. Is I don't think you lose him. As, like the biggest aspect of this is this year's draft. This is why you mm -hmm. second round tender him is because you can just get Nolan Smith in the second, mm -hmm. right? Like there are like there are gonna be guys who aren't gonna be as good but you're going to have at a much cheaper deal and control for for the next four years. Somebody mm -hmm. might like a, I'm not the biggest fan of him, like somebody might like an Andre Carter in the bottom of the second instead of trading for Huff for one year. 
So mm-hmm. like it's a it's a give and take. So I think you keep him around for one year. He's gonna do mm-hmm. the same thing he did last year. You hit him with the Jacob Martin contract next year when you have more money, and then boom, mm-hmm. everything works out easy breezy. No, you see, you buy a bunch of talent now. You make it so you have no cap space for next year. You bring them back on the 3.5 so you can't sign any more free agents, so you don't screw up the comp pick formula. Huff gets a massive contract elsewhere. You get a comp third-round pick back for him, and you got to use him for one year. Exactly. Like, that's another, like, we've got to start playing the comp pick game so Mm. hard. Because like a great example of that is like, look at the the Rams and what they were able to do for years, mm-hmm. right? The last first round pick they had was Jared Goff. They've yeah, just been playing the comp. <laughs> yeah, they've just been playing the comp pick game. They're picking four or five times in the third round. Same thing with San mm-hmm. Francisco. You pick this many times in the third and the fourth round, and those are the guys that are filling out your roster. That's what the New York Jets, I think, have to start pivoting to. We don't need the superstars anymore. We well, start, you need to draft the players out. first. Like, like once you start drafting good players, and we're getting to that point, right? Like, I, I think we haven't gotten to the point yet because we don't have the contracts from our players. We're going to get it with Quinnen. We'll get it with AVT. We'll get it with Sauce. We'll get it with Garrett Wilson, with Brees Hall. So, like, it will happen where we're going to have tighter cap space. And then, like you said, the good teams draft well and let talent walk so they have affordable contracts to retain their key pieces, and they get comp picks. Not to mention, like, the Jets should be trying to groom you know, the the minority coaches on their, their roster as well. Because if they wind up getting signed as a head coach to another team, you get a third round pick. You better believe San Francisco's loving the fact that we got Robert Sala, the fact that D'Amico Ryans is down in Houston. And now I, I think McDaniel may have gotten yep. them a pick as well because I think he's yep. some sort of minority as well, right? Yep. Yeah, it's so, it's all of those things. It's that conversation that you keep hearing about like our DB coach and our safety coach are being looked uh-huh. at as defensive coordinator candidates. That's huge. Like that should be mm-hmm. a big deal, you know, and Ron Middleton. Yeah, Ron Middleton is being looked at seriously for coordinator jobs and and things like that. Like there's a lot of these things going on that we really got to start, you know, playing the comp pick formula game and this is like again going mm-hmm. back to the thing where it's just like we have to be able to let players go. We have to we have to be, be comfortable with that and got to trust that JD is going to be able to replace him. Uh, Mudvile says, hey, Ryan, you got Mike McDaniels on the show. Go Jets. Are they saying you look like Mike McDaniels? Yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> everywhere. It's like, hey, look, it's Mike McDaniels. Oh, I wish he wasn't in Miami, man. Ah, I like him I'd a lot. I like him. Yeah, I, I do like him. I, I think he's one of the more likable head coaches in the league. He's a little doofy. Like, when he first signed there, people were calling him Bong Shula. And I thought that was a great <laughs> nickname for him. He seems like a college, like, dropout. He's like, yo, man, I got this idea for some plays, man. <sighs> he's, like, all jacked up. I could see that being McDaniels in college. Yeah. That's it, it, so funny because, like, it's true. And, like, the thing, too, is is, like, I remember when we were hiring Salah, I was like, I really hope we bring McDaniels with us because like mm-hmm. that's that of the two coordinators. That was the that's guy. the one that I wanted. And it's yeah. just like, dang it. Yeah, it's funny. As, as soon as Salah was pulled to be the head coach, I'm pretty positive it was like, hey, McDaniel, you're becoming OC. That way the passing coordinator got pulled over in – uh, LaFleur instead of McDaniel. Cause I think McDaniel would have been the selection and it would have been the right move. That's actually the one I, I did want at the time. I was really happy with LaFleur. Heck, I really like LaFleur's offense. We just don't have a quarterback that's smart enough to fucking run it. 
don't he's know. also not smart enough. Like Lafleur is like also not smart enough to play around that. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is why I'm kind of excited for Hackett, and like I'm not. I, I am, but I'm not like super worried about the quarterback thing. Because, like, Hackett, in the same system that we ran, took Blake Bortles to an AFC championship. Like, Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a serious thing to look at in the same scheme. And I think Brees Hall is better system. than Leonard Fournette. I think whatever quarterback we have under center should be better than Blake Bortles. I think our receiving weapons are probably better than Allen no, Hearns and, and uh, you know, young, uh, young Richardson. Whatever the fuck is for Allen Richardson. There it is. Robinson. Robinson. Right. Words are hard. It's it's one of those things where, like I said, there's a lot of similarities and things that you can kind of look at. And I just look at it and I go, I think our defense for what the NFL is now mm-hmm. is just as good, if not better than what Jacksonville had. Mm-hmm. If you look at it piece for piece, we've got player studs at every part of the defense where they had studs at. I think their safety room obviously was better than ours. And like you I said, don't I think offensively were, we're better time. I remember yeah. looking it up. I mean, I, our safeties are not good, so I would I would no. think that checks out. <laughs> but that was like Ramsey. Was that Miles Jack too? I think they had him because I think he was 2016 second round pick. Um, I'm pretty sure Clyus Campbell was still there at that point. Like there was a, that was a scary team that they had down in Jacksonville. I think that's the blueprint they're going to try and try and mimic the team after. And I think getting the if you get Rodgers. Then you negotiate with all your free agents. I think that Joe Douglas is is definitely waiting because he knows he's going to have to pay a premium to those players if we don't get Rodgers. Yeah. Or it's a different plan. Like, if you don't get Rodgers, now all of a sudden, hey, CJ Mosley, $21.5 million. Sorry, dude. You're out of here. And, like, you know, all of a sudden, you start losing probably more pieces. Like, you probably don't bring back Rankins. You probably don't bring back Mosley. Like, I, I think the team looks drastically different with veteran quarterback and without veteran quarterback. Yeah, because people are gonna you're you're gonna if you can if you can pitch like hey you can like to CJ I think it's the best example which is like CJ you're at the twilight of your career you're either going to be on this team or you're not going to be on this team those are the two options we either negotiate or we cut you because those mm-hmm. are the only options that we have twenty one million dollars isn't gonna do it mm-hmm. so like dude let's restructure let's make you a jet for the rest of your career you're gonna retire mm-hmm. as a jet and you yep. know what. Hey, Aaron Rodgers is on the other side of the field. You're not going to have to play that much. Like mm-hmm. that's just the reality of the situation. And then yeah, you make more money on. by playing less. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like your, and, your your dollar per snap is a lot higher. And then you got to look at it like I think the biggest competition we're going to have for these middling players is Houston mm-hmm. because like D'Amico's mm-hmm. going to run the same system and yeah. they have a crap ton of money. And so it's going to mm-hmm. be like, do you want a ring or do you want the bag? And if you want the I think bag, Quan's going right. there. I, if I, I were Quan, I would go there. I think we're going to wind up losing him. Um, Quincy, if he wants a lot of money, I'm out on Quincy. I, I like Quincy for what he is. I don't want to give him a lot of money. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat, but like, again, you go to these guys and say, look, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. Like, we're going to seriously compete for a Super mm-hmm. Bowl. You're going to be able to convince guys to come back on a cheaper deal. And not just that, I think you're going to be able to convince free agents to come mm-hmm. back on a cheaper deal. So, like, like a Tremaine Edmonds might, mm. might come, come in at nine, nine or 10. That would be interesting. Because why not go chase a ring and stick it to Buffalo who didn't want to keep you. There's a yeah, lot there. I like that. There's a lot. There. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to let you go. Obviously the, the show's wrapping up. Yep. I want other people to get their opportunity <laughs> and all that stuff. I was, I was expecting the three minute and the chicken hit me with oh, the chicken. Sorry. I love the chicken. 
I wanted to keep talking. <laughs> Take it easy, Tigo. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Tigo's out of here. All right, we got V-Man calling in. Nice to hear from Vinny. Vinny, how are you doing tonight? Uh, what's up? How are you feeling about this car news, Vinny? I, it's not the end of the world to me because the simple fact, look, how long has it been since the Derek Carter's news broke? Half a day? Yeah, that, that broke probably around 11 o'clock or so, 10 o'clock. Yeah, like I said, and think about it. Since the, since the news broke, we haven't heard one buzz or leak about the Jets making any potential offer. So what does that mm-hmm. tell you? Think about it. we would think about when the Jets lost out on the bid for Tyreek Hill. It wasn't that long before the news on that broke about the Jets' offer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, we would have heard something. What does that tell you? It tells you that so, they never were interested in Derek Carr, and what mm-hmm. is the reason? For that? It's well, because- it's, it's the same reason we're thinking that Dwayne Brown resigned, and you know Nathaniel Hackett came here. There's a lot of breadcrumbs. I'm just I'm trying not to get my. Uh, Here's my theory that the Aaron Rodgers deal is done is that mm-hmm. they're keeping it lock and key because Aaron Rodgers is an attention whore. And I think what he wants mm-hmm. to do the same thing that LeBron did 13 years ago with the decision. Like the decision he to do it on McAfee or something? <laughs> yeah, something like he wants to make a big spectacle of it for everybody so mm-hmm. everybody pays attention to it. And I think yeah. both I think all parties have agreed to keep it shut, keep their mouths shut about it. And they like it's probably like kept to an inner circle of just a handful in the Jets, Packers, and mm-hmm. Rodgers all know about it, and they're all zip tight. That's yeah, I think there's also like from the league perspective, I think it it does more for the league if Rodgers isn't traded real fast because there's more engagement. There's all these videos of us talking about different things and fans tweeting and retweeting things. And, you know, the Jets are getting, the Jets and Packers are on the on ESPN nonstop. Like, it, it provides a lot of... Um, attention. Attention, yeah. He's an attention whore. I think that's a well, good way to put it. You're talking about a marquee quarterback and a team that plays in the biggest media market on the planet. So that's attention. The league loves attention. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, and so that's my theory, and I, I see a lot of pessimistic Jets fans. But what has this front office? What this, like stop, like putting the mistakes of past regimes on this one? It's it's not mm-hmm. their fault. This is not the regime that like went to go get uh what's uh damn it brain farting on the name fucking Kirk the bum ever. The oh Russell Wilson? No, no the 2011 bum from Denver. Are you talking like Peyton or Tebow? <laughs> it's it's, Tebow. it's not the front office. It's not the front office that made the Tebow. Like the, like the, oh, it's the, the same owner. The yeah, same guy like, that writes the check. I get that part, but he's made it clear that he is leaving this to the football people. And until we yeah, see otherwise... Yeah, I, I think that's right. I don't think Woody's meddling. I, I think it's a very popular narrative that people are running with, but I don't think there's anything to it. V-Man, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Uh, Justin Thomas says, Broncos shopping Cortland Sutton had a good year with Hackett. Yeah, I would uh, I would go after Sutton. I think the Jets should look for a veteran uh, wide receiver. I don't want to draft a receiver after looking at the combine and seeing how uh, this class of receivers is coming out. I don't think it's somewhere I want to go. I'd rather go other directions with our earlier picks, primarily offensive lines, safety, linebacker, things of that nature. Um, so I would look at Cortland Sutton. I would look at 
Odell Beckham. I would look at DeAndre Hopkins. I would look at Michael Thomas. I would look at all the the big name, you know, free agent or trade potential options uh, for the New York Jets. And Cortland Sutton's probably my top option because of the the age and the the familiarity with our uh, wide receiver coach now, who was his wide receiver coach, and obviously Nathaniel Hackett as well. Um, we got Sonny joining the show. Sonny, how you doing tonight? Hey Ryan, how are you, man? I am hanging in there. How you feeling about all this Derek Carr stuff? Uh, I, I gotta tell you the truth. When uh, when I first seen the report earlier that the uh, end up signing with the Saints, mm-hmm. oh, uh, you muted yourself. <laughs> okay, nope, I hear you. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I was a little disappointed. My heart kind of stopped for a minute when he signed with the Saints, but. Let's be honest, we're, we're just all in on, on Rodgers at this point. Uh, missing out on Carr, you know, if you get another guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jets may have felt that, you know, Carr at uh, $40 million or $35, let us say there's a cheaper price for the Jets or something like that. But I think they could have talked about Carr uh, at any amount, 35 to 40 you know, how much better is that than someone like a Brissett who might be had for $20 million or, or, you know, whatever. Um, I don't even right. know if he necessarily costs that much. Right. Let, let me ask you this, Ryan, and I hate to go down this road even because I'm That's still right. hoping for Rogers. Mm-hmm. Let's say the, the, the plan A, B, C, and D fails. Uh, yep. You know, Rogers retires or stays with Green Bay. Jimmy mm-hmm. G goes to Las Vegas. What what do you think their real options are afterwards? I think it's Carr. Well, I think it's I think it was always going to be in our mind. I think it was probably Rodgers, Jimmy G, and then Tannehill. So like let's say Rodgers retires, Jimmy G goes to uh, Vegas, Tannehill doesn't get traded, they restructure him and they hold on to him. Um, now I think I'm, I'm going to look at Lamar. I'd poke around there, see what it would cost, what he's looking to get paid. Um, and then if, if that is too far out of our, uh, you know, price range or something like that, I would probably pivot to what a a previous caller had said in, uh, Brissette, Mike White as the, you know, quarterback one, quarterback two, and then Zach as quarterback three. You're just hoping to develop them. I think that the team would really like to see Mike White back. I mean, I, I agree. I want Mike White back either way. Uh, only if I get Rodgers, then you don't you don't really need Mike White. Uh, yeah, I think if you get be, one of the higher price guys, White's gone. But I think in the in yeah. the situation where you have Brissett, I think that is is a Mike White, you know, formula to come back here. Yeah, I'll tell you the amazing thing about all this is these conversations would never take place uh, if Zach worked out. And I mean. We, we would have had mm-hmm. everything perfectly in line. You know, the defense, all of these young guys, they've been drafting. We, we mm-hmm. would have been on our way to being a five, six-year contender, you know, where you're making the playoffs every year, you're winning mm-hmm. some games, and oh, you yeah. wouldn't Zach have to was think the about right... these free agents. When I look at Zach, I look at it as, the, like, there's the right pick at the time, that was like you can make the right pick and the player busts and then i think you can make the wrong pick and it's clearly the wrong pick at the time and that player is not good um i think zach was the right selection at the time it just hasn't worked out whether that be because of our coaching staff because he's not a good player 
And I, I think hindsight, like, look, it, it, yeah. And if you wanted to play the hindsight game, like, yeah, you probably trade down with the 49ers. You probably pick up Jimmy G at that point. Um, right. And then, you know, maybe there's a situation where you draft, you, you probably have someone like a Micah Parsons or, or something along those lines. Ryan, uh, on I this think team. we would have had, I think we would have had Jimmy G this year if Trey Lance yep. stood healthy. I think we would have had Jimmy G if Zach Wilson tore his ACL. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what would happen if if Zach went down that first game. I think Jimmy G was here. That was like I had a video. I made the whole video. I was like, okay, I got work the next day. I'm gonna make this whole video. We're gonna do it as if the Jets made the trade. So I was like, okay, I got I got these op or I, I'm gonna uh, sorry. It was if Zach tore the ACL. I had the the video queued up for like my three options that the Jets could go with, and Jimmy G was right. the top one. I was like, I'm cool with Jimmy G. And now in hindsight, you almost kind of wish. You know, the injury was a little bit worse because then Zach would have had the redshirt year and you would have had Jimmy Absolutely. G. Absolutely. That's a weird situation. But, Sonny, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Uh, all right, we got Jay hopping on. Jay, how you doing tonight? What's going on, bud? I am hanging in there. How you feeling about this Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson news we got going on? Um... Uh, to be quite honest, I was a little surprised this morning. I was at work and I got the news. Mm-hmm. Um, my gut feeling is that obviously we as fans and outsiders, we don't know what's going on. And I think um, I don't mm-hmm. think uh, Joe Douglas is sitting there hoping to sign Rodgers. I think it's a done deal. I mean, mm-hmm. trade trade for Rodgers. I think it's a done deal behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they they have to pull it, man. Uh I'm going to be honest, like a Jets fan mm-hmm. for my entire life, I'm a bit frustrated, man. Um, enough of the <laughs> do nonsense. Do you not want like, No, I do. I'm saying we if we don't get him, um, mm-hmm. I think I think there's going to be a lot of upset fans. Like Jimmy G doesn't do it for me. Um, yeah. And I'm just a little frustrated with just the team in general. Like when the hell are we going to pull that trade? When are we going to make that move to like take us over the hump and really make us relevant? Um, I think that's the. Lam- do you think they make a Lamar trade? Like if Rodgers falls, through, absolutely, there- absolutely, hundred percent. Jimmy G do just doesn't do it for me. Nobody else does it for me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, you sign those type of guys, you're not thinking Super Bowl. You're just thinking about you know maybe we get to the playoffs and my whole yeah it might kick hold the can down the road year or so. Year. Yeah, um, and I'm tired of that. Like I really mm-hmm. am. Like uh, I, I, I'm tired of hearing. Oh, you know, we did really well last year. I don't want to hear that shit anymore. Yeah, I'll take like, three magical years of Lamar, and then you know the rest is yeah, like you know, shit. I, it didn't work out. Hear, like whatever, home run. I don't want to Let's hear go that for shit it anymore. Like oh, we're doing we did pretty good. You know, we just had a quarterback. I'm tired of hearing that shit. We gotta like, win now while Sauce and Garrett Wilson are yeah, on their rookie contracts. Because, like who gives a what? shit if we got to pay the quarterback now? Yeah, guess what? Sauce in a few years is gonna be the highest mm-hmm. paid cornerback in the NFL. No oh, doubt yeah. about it. So expect to pay him twenty five million to thirty million by that time. I wouldn't oh, be yeah. surprised if he's the I first agree. the first thirty million dollar cornerback. Um, Garrett Wilson is going to be top five paid wide receivers in the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. Brees Hall expect to throw the bank at him unless you franchise tag him. By then it's going to be it's going to be fifteen sixteen million whatever the hell it's going to be. Well, that's what's so nice about Rodgers, right? Because you get you you get Rodgers for the two years, and then you sign all your free agents, and then you're probably bringing in a rookie with the high priced free agents or the with the high priced 
players you have on your roster anyway. So like you can Absolutely. keep your guys if you go with Rodgers or if you go with yeah. that stopgap to your option. So that's why like a Brissett yeah. in the event that you don't wind up getting a Lamar or Rodgers isn't like the worst. It's more of like a kick the can down the road, like you said. I, I'd rather have, I'm going to be honest with you, brother. I'd rather have Mike mm. White. I think with Brissett, I think you could bring back Mike White too. I think you could have both of them. And I think that would be, I think yeah. Brissett would be the veteran presence that you need and could always be available. And I think the plan would be hopefully to start Mike White. I, I yeah. think. I mean, they call they, they it competition. Ha- they have to, they have to pull, they have to pull something. They have to do something, man. It's got to be Rodgers or Lamar. They, they have to. And I'm not, and I don't mean to, you know, I sound like every other Jets fan, but I'm just over the bullshit. Oh, we're doing well. Oh, we're doing a little better. Uh-huh. We're doing, enough, enough. No of that more moral victories. Get yeah, me some fucking W's. <laughs> Jay, but thank listen, you so listen. much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. All right. That was a pretty good call-in show. I enjoyed that. Uh, we've got a fun little dynamic for you guys. You guys saw some of my little pop-ups that were going before. Um, I got a fun little thing we're going to break out for the Talking Jets panel tomorrow. Very, very excited to, to have some fun with you guys. Um, but we have reached the end of our call-in show. We have hit that point in the show where I say good night. It has been far too long for Ryan. I'm exhausted. Uh, oh, I say I'm exhausted. I'm going to go hop on some Call of Duty, drop into some Warzone. But boys and girls, I want to hear from you guys down below in the comment section. Do you think it's going to be Rodgers? Do you think it's going to be Lamar? Do you think it's going to be Jimmy G? Do you think it's going to be some other kind of quarterback? Do you think there's any news that gets dropped on Pat McAfee tomorrow? My, I haven't heard that Rodgers is going to be on it, but it would not shock me if it was like a blip pop-up moment and he he called in to, to McAfee to do it. Um, we'll see. I hope it ends soon. I really, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm mentally exhausted from all this quarterback stuff, but guys, let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below. And as always, J E T S. I think every single person in this locker room is a competitor at the highest level. So yeah, when you feel as if your backs are against the wall, you never have to feel like you got to do it by yourself. Under pressure, sacked by Quinnen Williams. Right sideline, Usama's got it. You look to your left and your right, you got guys out there with you that, that our whole point is to help each other. This one the Mims. That's Corey Davis climbing the ladder. To be able to go out and, and lead these guys, just to know how hard these guys work and how important it is to them, and then you get that chance to, to lead them. Everything that happened that needed to happen for us, it almost felt like kind of like a sign, like give like a second chance almost. Gets extra pushes, running left. Maybe a little extra life breathing in the locker. Touchdown, Jets!